Welcome to episode 156 of Friends in Film. We are playing the latest movie news interview, the biggest new release. Except for this week, we're doing our most anticipated list of 2019. As always, I'm host Cooper, and this week I'm joined by Josh Straley. Hello, everybody. Hello, Cooper. Happy New Year's Eve. Yeah, or New, New Year's, Year's, depending on when you listen to this. Yeah, exactly. It's that week. It's that time of the year. It I is. hope you enjoyed the onslaughts of December movies. Better, yeah. And we reviews. Re- we reviewed them all. Right. Well, maybe not all of them. We crushed it. We reviewed most of them. The it, best ones, yes. hopefully. Fingers crossed. Exactly. <laughs> and the ones we didn't review but also wrote about, we loved those too. Sure. Um, but in order to... You know, try to dominate the 2019 coverage right out the gate. Mm-hmm. First day of 2019 or the eve before, we also had to bring in reinforcements. Colton Leakty is here. <laughs> That's me, guys. I am back um, and ready to talk about 2019. Have, have you been here this whole time? I have. Oh, I told wow. you I hide out in the oh, vents. That's right. The curtain, <laughs> yeah. too. They kind of like pulled back as they say your name. The smoke effect. That you had in your intro that worked yeah, as well. I did. That was all Cooper, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, had to go above and beyond sometimes. It's a podcast, though, so I don't see what your intention was there, Cooper. It's just to make our guests feel welcome, Josh. Come on. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we, we, we're it. trying and, to have uh, more people than just Colton. It's an intimidating mm-hmm. factor, too. It's yeah. a tactic. Are you, are you staring me down oh, yeah. from across the table? <laughs> I'm ready to... I'm ready to Heat up on some of these. Oh, boy. Oh, well, yeeks. The real Actually, we're going to agree and team up against Cooper. That could happen. That typically happens, yes. Yeah. And Actually, we that does happen more often than not, I think. I feel like. Eh, maybe. I mean, like when we we'll like see. when we disagree about something, it's usually me and Josh going against you. I feel like. It's because you're know. susceptible to my. <laughs> I guess I would have to go back and re-listen to those, which you guys should do, too. You should. You like that plug? I All do. Right. Colin. And tenth time and you're finally learning plugs, maybe. There we go. <laughs> Actually, it's probably more than ten. It's been three years of this. Right. It's true. It's been but ten times on the show. Right, but I feel like he's definitely been on more than ten times. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Either. I feel like we're definitely in double digits, so this is not the first time. That's a good question. We'll have to go back and look we'll at that. We'll have to some some And if co- you go back and look at that, tweet us the number of times that you found that so Colton on our show. And you can tweet us at friends in film on twitter and to find all of those shows that colton has been on or hasn't been on depending on what you're looking for you can find us on <laughs> apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, soundcloud spotify and anywhere else your podcasts can be found but if you can on apple Podcasts, please rate and review us the the rate helps our rank and then we're able to get more friends of the show who doesn't want a new best friend i mean i could use a new best friend probably mm-hmm. i guess colton's but I guess the people Especially may not after be this. listening <laughs> just for Colin if, if they're not pleased with his performances, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, yes. So this week uh, we are doing our 2019 most anticipated of the year episode. But we are once again changing how we're going to do the format because we think we found a better way last time. But now we think we found the best way to kind of have the most enjoyment, make this a little more showy, mm-hmm. uh, make the, a little more surprising, even for the people here that are going to be talking about these movies. Because what we did this time is me, Josh, and Colin each submitted lists to me. So I guess I submitted it to myself. And then I <laughs> tallied points for how they how they ranked and uh, made a consensus list from the start. So instead of doing a consensus at the end of the show, after we've each given our individual movies and trying to figure out, all right, which movie should go here, which should go here, we're going to start with a consensus list and see if it makes any sense to everybody, it probably won't. There are going to be some honorable mentions. There are going to be mentions of movies that were on people's list that are not even going to get mentioned in this episode. Um, it should be very interesting. And we'll start by talking about some honorable mentions. There are five that I'm going to throw out there. 
each of these are on at least two of our lists, but not on all three of them. Those movies are Chaos Walking, hmm. The Joker, Lego Movie 2, Detective Pikachu, and Shazam. Wow. Okay. Honorable mentions. Uh, mm. Initial thoughts, Josh? Uh, no, I expect all of these um, kind of to be there. I Detective Pikachu is where it is. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the only one of these that you had on your list, though. Yeah, and, you know, I I don't think I expected you guys to like those too really? much. I I have it higher than you actually. What? I have I it think, at I have it at twelve. Really? Detective Pikachu is the one I don't have on my list out of all of those mm. just mentioned. Well, it's, there yeah, we that's true. go. That helps out then. Mm-hmm. Huh? But okay. No, I mean I didn't have Shazam. That was fine. A Lego Movie Two. I struck it. So. Yeah, Lego Movie Two uh, is a is a tough one because I, I I love that first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just more of a fact of, I, the marketing has been really good. But I I don't know if it can reach that same level of uh, awesomeness that yeah. the uh, first one did. So I'm a little hesitant on it, but you know, a chance though. I know, Colin. It's a it's a top ten movie for you, mm-hmm. number ten. But you know, so are you sad? It's on mention, or you can accept it? Or I mean, I can accept <clears throat> it. I I know where you guys are coming from with it, so we're not going to get in too much of a fight about this one. Okay. But, um, yeah. I mean, I just I feel like there's no reason to really um, doubt this one at this point. Because even the even the Lego Ninjaga movie, which is their arguably their weakest one, mm-hmm. is still you know an entertaining watch. <laughs> so bought it for six dollars on Black Friday nice. on Blu-ray. That's so, a steal. It's a good deal. Uh, I think the one that shocked me the most um, is because it's on mine and Colton's list. It's not on Josh's. It's Shazam. I thought I thought this was like a DC movie that's kind of almost tailor made for you. I felt like it was going right for you. Yes, and it's not on there. And yet I, it's it's it'd be, it's number seven for me on the year. Like I am so excited for Shazam just because it it looks like something different. I think Zachary Levi doing this um, superhero movie, but it's mixed with big. So he's like mm-hmm. a teenager in this giant man's body, but he has superpowers and he's going sup i'm a superhero and he's flossing and like he's doing like all of this like sh- all these shenanigans and it looks like such a fun movie uh if it was me this was going to be much higher on this list but you know i uh you know i'm interested to see kind of how this everything else plays out for josh but colton you put it where he had it at 16 uh, yeah 16 for oh, me okay and so i'm the just bad out. guy hey he, he <laughs> had right. it i will say this um as i was looking through my lists i didn't want to Packet full of superhero movies because I knew there would be at least yeah, it's hard two not to or three on there. Yeah, and I listed out my superhero movies and I said, which one of these am I gonna skip if I had to skip one? And that was the one. And Shazam was the one. Well, there is another super movie to not yeah, put okay, on there. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. But um, I I I went for two compared to everything else I had okay. to get into this. 15 which i thought was 20 but shazam i mean yeah i just dc's still not a thing that pulls me in okay i mean understandable at this point full transparency we are recording this early y- yes uh, so <laughs> that could change if last week we had an aquaman review and josh is raving about <laughs> aquaman uh maybe shazam is completely changed but you know just for scheduling purposes we're recording this early so uh that could change new trailers for the movies could come out and maybe That's shift so rankings true. a little bit you would, but you would think there's going to be another shazam one with aquaman right probably yeah, yeah. well mm-hmm. i think zachary levi kind of teased that like there's a new trailer on the way but it may not be till 2019 so it may not be gotcha. till like 
early January that we get it. So um, it's kind of surprising to me, but it seems like that's how they're going to play it. Um, and actually, as we go to 15, there should be a new, there will be a new trailer out uh, for this movie, Godzilla. King of the Monsters comes in at 15. Uh, This movie is my number 14, and it is Josh's number 9. Did not crack Colton's list. Did you even think about it, Colton? I did. (laughs) It's just, I I just never really been a Godzilla guy. I I enjoy the movie, the last one. Um, Millie Bobby Brown, Kyle Chandler, they don't do it for you? It's got a good cast. It's just the trailer looks decent. Oh, my goodness. I've just no. Not, <laughs> it's just another monster. It's movie, not just you know? another monster movie, though. Have you you watched the trailer, right? Michael uh, Duggerty, I think is how you say his or name. Dower Tree or something. I, I just don't know. B- butcher it all. Are these the same people forever. that may are like are they kind of working they're working in the same universe as Kong, Skull Island, yes. right? They are, but Godzilla is being treated so much differently than Kong Skull Island. Don't ever mm-hmm. compare it to Kong Skull <laughs> Island. That that movie is but listen. The movie's fine. Come it's, on. It's fine. Let's not let's not act like it's like the it's worst thing we've okay. ever seen. Yeah. But oh man, Kyle Chandler, Sally Hawkins, Vera Farmiga, Millie Bobby Brown, Thomas Middleditch is in there. Ken uh Wan- Watanabe, yes, thank you. Bradley Whitford and so many other people in this beautiful monster movie. It's a it's a good it's, cast, but it's not a cast that's gonna get me like excited for it. Like you, you are like you are you feeling guys. Vera Farmiga's words. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's so disappointing. It's going to be a family drama. I think the biggest again. one there that I'm excited to see is Millie Bobby Brown, yeah. like in a movie, you know, okay. other than outside of Stranger Things, because sure. I think she's definitely got the acting range. Um, so I'm interested to see that. The trailer looks nice. Good special effects. It's just gorgeous. Nothing to it's beautiful. Like, I mean, I'll say that like the first trailer, I'm not on Josh's level. I, I may be yeah. closer to Colton of like I think it's a really solid trailer. But like it didn't blow me out of the water. I mean, it's like, just gonna be. It's gonna it's be one I'll see for storm. sure, like opening day. But it's not gonna be one that like I can't justify putting it above what I already what I'm more excited about. But if I told you a Godzilla movie may have the best cinematography of any m- giant budget movie in 2019, you would, I would. Been like get out of here, go away. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see this trailer and you see how Rodon's encased in the ice. You see the atomic breath emerging from Godzilla in the midst of the ocean and then Mothra spreading its wings beneath that waterfall ready to take flight for the first time in eons. <sighs> All right. I'm glad it made the list, though. Yeah. So it, yeah, it, there it, you is, go. it is our 15. Um, so it just got in there. And again, this one will have a new trailer by the time you guys hear this. So maybe me and Colton are both more excited. It would, it would have cracked it if we'd done it later in the year. But right now, Godzilla King of the Monsters is something you guys should be on the lookout for, um, as well as our number 14 movie, the uh, first MC movie to come out in the year. Captain Marvel comes in at 14. Uh, I have it at number nine, and Colton has it as 12. This is the other one that uh, Josh left off his list. But I'm going to start off here by saying Captain Marvel, it's it's Marvel's first female-led movie. It is uh, starring Brie Larson, the Oscar winner, after an incredible performance in a room. Uh, it's got Jude Law, Ben Mendelsohn, Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, Phil Coulson is back. Clark Gregg as Phil Coulson. It's got really everything you could want. It's big, epic space battles. Um probably some heart to the story even though there's not a lot of humor in the actual marketing so far that will obviously be part of the movie um when it comes out and i think it always this, is with marvel it always is it's, it's it is a staple of who they are whether people like it or not so i think most people based on their track record and their box office and the reviews 
tend to like Marvel's formula, um, even if other people may criticize it as being, oh, well, I know where this is going. I don't think we know where this one's going because it's set in the 90s. We have the Kree. We have the scrolls. We've got a lot of different variables here that I really like, and I think Captain Marvel um, is an exciting early addition for Marvel's Mac Universe and the lead-in to Avengers Endgame. So who knows how that's going to all tie in together. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing that gets me excited about this one is that I know nothing about Captain Marvel other than what the trailers have shown. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really intriguing how um, she has, like, she's already lived another life that she's not fully aware of, and I can't wait to see where they take that plot, that plot point. And then Jude Law, you know, he's great. And um, he just is. the action, the action sequences look like it's going to be something new that we haven't really seen before i want to say in a marvel movie um and i'm just like can't wait to see how she ties into endgame so that's why it's i think 11 on my list uh Uh, 12 12 yes so So, yeah it's just the uncertainty of the movie that gets me excited about it more so than the uncertainty i have with godzilla just because marvel has a really good track record yes that's where it lands for me and the mystery in those trailers yeah seems to be intentional to you i believe so yes okay cool oh, mm-hmm. all right awesome well i i and then isn't ronan coming back too yep ronan's back korath is yeah. back so um, like they're gonna i, lo- I love Wars how game. they're bringing back like a uh, sam jackson kind of looks just like he did in the 90s you know yeah so Which it's, is it's pretty crazy insane yeah how well they're doing they have that. really mastered that like aging Yep. formula and it really opens up the doors for plenty of opportunities they could do literally they could do a young nick fury movie in three Tomorrow. years from now, yeah. and it'd be probably a huge hit. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Josh, do you have any thoughts you want to share on Captain Marvel? Just, like, of the superhero movies on their way out, this one did not make the cut. Okay. Now, had we not gotten Endgame trailer, mm-hmm. maybe I would have put Captain Marvel in there. Because, like I said, I, I, I shut the door on two superhero films. And, you know, that's just where we're at okay fair enough don't hate me no that's fine that's fine totally fine um and let's move to a movie that uh actually only josh is on his list but it, <gasps> it's, it's very high zombie land 2 oh, coming in at 13 wow. uh neither me or colton have this on the list josh but you have it very high up this was my first zombie movie ever it's why I the original the original Zombie Land yeah not Zombie Land two yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet it's we don't, we don't know anything yet I have this was my first zombie movie I'd ever seen and it sparked like six years of intense zombie fervor from me from The Walking Dead to uh, Zack Snyder's remake of Dawn of the Dead the original Night of the Living Dead the remake of the Night of the Living Dead from the eighties both by George A Romero rest in peace man um, and then you know. Uh, everything else that's zombie mm-hmm. related video games content or whatever the case is uh the original comics whatever the case is but it's reuben fletcher returning with emma stone and woody harrelson zoe dutch as well as jesse eisenberg who have only gotten better at acting and directing and we are so finally run through the zombie gambit i'm so mad that you guys don't have like <laughs> okay well not on your list you're going to kick did me off the make, show. I you... have not seen the first one. Oh, really? Yeah. What? That's why it's probably not on the list. Although, it's Ruben Fleischer, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I would probably say the first one was probably his high point of his career so far. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, no Venom love? 
You haven't been on since Venom. No. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Gladiator, right now. Thumbs towards down, but in the middle. I didn't hate it. Okay. Maybe this is why. You just haven't been introduced. I just haven't seen the first one. That's what it is. Okay. I, I like the cast. Um, All right. Especially Col- Emma Stone and uh, yeah. Woody Harrelson. So, yes. Yeah. Thank I mean, I'll, I'll see it. You know, Colton, you are okay. What is wrong <laughs> with oh, you? Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on. Okay, Cooper. Zombieland. It was a, it was a near miss. Um, but like, I mean, I am excited. I have seen yes. the first movie. Mm-hmm. I like the first movie. Josh has gotten very close. He's leaned in the I'm mic. Not, I'm not. He's, I just, just want to know. It's been, it's been a he little is weird. Literally <laughs> um, but, inches from Cooper's no, face. Right no, now. he is not. <laughs> thankfully, uh, but Zombieland too. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for it. But it's just like. Uh, I still think I need to know more about what this movie is actually going to be. Okay. So I think Zombieland has that really fun energy to it, mm-hmm. and I think that they'll probably try to recreate it. But like, it's been ten years. Yeah. And long-awaited sequels don't have the best track record. So I would like to see something first before I put all my eggs into Zombieland 2's basket, and then they eat I my brains. I did that with Zoolander two, and well, it backfired oh, miserably. How, how dare you compare <laughs> Emma Stone to? Uh, to Ben Stiller. To Ben Stiller. I'm pretty you know, sure Zoolander. Ben Stiller. Pretty sure <clears throat> Zoolander is a much more iconic character than uh, whoever Emma Stone plays because we couldn't remember her name in the movie last time. We talked about it. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> well, we're not going to get into talking about Zoolander two. Let's just never, move on. never again. <laughs> Zoolander two is a. It's dead and gone. <laughs> we reviewed that. That's a great episode. Go watch uh, it. I'm pretty sure we both gave it positive reviews. We we, we called it so stupid. I'm pretty it's sure it was just because just okay. of the uh, the Netflix gag at the beginning that I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> clever." <laughs> You're true. getting positive. Part of it too was just the anticipation building up to it. We're just like, "I'm going to like this movie no matter <laughs> I what." I have to. And then after, when you're thinking about it, you're like, "Ah, oh, oh, man." <laughs> anyway, Zombieland Two is not going to be Zoolander Two. How dare all of you? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's move on to our consensus number twelve, which surprise, surprise, is another movie that only Josh is on his list. And it's another high one. It is You Are My Friend, <gasps> yes. the Tom Hanks, Mr. Rogers okay. biopic uh, before Josh maybe gets angry that I don't have it on my list again. Uh, I'm going to start off by saying that <laughs> it was in consideration, but I just think I need to know. Again, I need yeah, to know more. Yeah, we just have that one pick, don't we? We don't even have an, I think You Are My Friend was once the title. I don't think it's the official title anymore. Like, no. Yes, Tom Hanks looks like a pitch-perfect Mr. Rogers. I watched... Won't you be my neighbor? The documentary earlier this year—it's mm-hmm. amazing. And it, but it, like, I need to know what the goal of this movie is because he's definitely playing the older version of him. So like, is it just like a regular day on set for Mister Rogers, or is there some grander story? Like, I just mm-hmm. want to know something a little bit I mean, more about based it. Based on "Won't You Be My Neighbor," it's going to have a lot of stuff to pull from, right? If they choose to go whatever direction, like whatever part of his life they want to cover. You guys haven't seen. You guys have all seen the image of Tom Hanks as yeah. Mr. Yes. Rogers, mm-hmm. and we all love Tom Hanks, right? Yes, of course. Look at this man. I'm going to show I everyone know. the photo. It's incredible. It's, it's so heartwarming. I will tweet it out the day this episode drops in defense <laughs> of myself. But the story is going to be a journalist who's chronicling Mr. Rogers near the end of his life or near the end of his career, anyway. Okay. And it's going to be about like how he just gets so inspired by like this man's like magnetic and warm and sympathetic and empathetic personality, and it's Tom Hanks. Just it's it's basically a Trojan horse movie for Tom Hanks, set in Mister Rogers's universe. Or whatever actually, the case that is. plot's like pretty good. Yeah, I, think. I like that. Some like cynical, then, uh, you know. 
cop beat journalist is going to be like, all right, I'm going to cover Mr. Rogers now. And like, oh, wait, no, there's hope in the world. Everything's okay. I think it's uh, the parts could be played by Matthew Rice, if I'm reading this correctly. So it's not that terribly strong of an actor to cover that. Uh, But it's... Elizabeth Shue is in the movie, I believe, as well. I don't know who she's playing. Is she his wife? Does he have a wife? I don't know. He does have a wife. Um... Based on "Won't You Be My Neighbor," he does oh. have a wife. So, based on real life, yes, yes. <laughs> They're based getting on the it. documentary. Based on the movie, yes, <laughs> not in real life. Uh, no, uh, Marianne Plunkett is playing Joanne Rogers. So who's who? I don't know. I don't know who should be playing. But well, Elizabeth Shue's great. But it's Mr. Rogers. Yeah, come on, people. Yeah. No, I'm sure it'll be one of the most heartwarming movies of the year. I mean, "Won't You Be My Neighbor" made me want to go out and do good to the world. You know. <laughs> so <laughs> so it, I mean, took, I, it took. It took. I can only imagine to what that. Tom Hanks is gonna. <laughs> It's going enough. to inspire. Right. Before Colt was just doing all the bad things, unspeakable things yeah. you think of. <laughs> I was I was uh, a in and out kid. of prison. Um <laughs> I saw Won't You Be My Neighbor and Changes life. Here I am uh on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> trying Got to spread the good the good word of uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor. We appreciate it. it. Uh, I'm sure or the doc I would guess appreciate it. go rent it or buy it. Oh just, yeah. Just buy, go it. buy it. I mean I haven't bought it yet, but I mean you guys should do that. It'll it's probably win best documentary at the it Oscars. Should. If it doesn't, we can have mm-hmm. a whole episode. Oh, I need I, to well, that. Well, first we need to see I need to see three identical strangers because it seems like that's right oh, up there with also it. Oh, please. <laughs> but I don't know if it can tug at my heartstrings quite like Mr. Rogers. Um, but let's move on to our number eleven. This is the last movie that only that all three of us do not have. So after this, okay. it'll be smooth sailing in terms of we all agree. This is highly anticipated. Uh-huh. It's just more uh, the rankings could be where we get a little bit more surprised. Gotcha. Uh, and the number 11 movie is Glass, the conclusion to M. Night Shyamalan's surprise superhero trilogy. We did not know anything about Split, and then we saw it, and we're like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. This is connected to Unbreakable. And now... He is concluding his trilogy. He's tying it all up. He's saying basically he doesn't want to do anything else after this in terms of in this universe. So we're getting to see Mr. Glass come together. David Dunn come together. The Beast come together. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy's character, I don't know her name. She's coming in. But then we also have um, Sarah Paulson joining the cast as this crazy psychiatrist who I'm not sure if I can trust or not. But based on the trailer, looks like she's going to be helping out Dunn. So I think I can trust her. But uh, I think this movie is just super exciting because we have – we have good M night again, which is I'm 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 thankful for, and it's mm. it's that twist on the superhero uh, realm, which I don't know if that's why Josh, it's off your list because it is a kind of superhero movie. I treated it or like did you a just regular like, movie? Okay, like a thriller, and I was like, if I'm if I'm gonna fight because I'm fighting for real estate on this list. It's true, even you though are. we have twenty or so here. We sum- we each submitted twenty. Yes, yes, and I was like. What can I afford to lose? What comes out? What's going to get cut? And Glass was actually the first movie I struck off of a list of oh, like wow. 25, where I was like, these are definitely my top 25. Is that just because maybe it's coming out so soon where it's like, I yeah. know January movie. <laughs> the anticipa- anticipation so of it is split. a little right. bit. Like I remember, I don't less. remember what movie it was, but when, when one of our other most anticipated lists, it was mm-hmm. like, all right, like I'm really excited for this movie. And it's like, it comes out in three weeks. But I'm still really excited for it, even yeah. though it's like I, I'm seeing it right away. I don't think that's the case. Okay. I just don't have a strong connection to Shamala or anything else, okay. really. So other than the six, not the six cents signs, but yeah. You haven't seen Six Sense? No, I've seen Six Sense, but I was thinking of signs. Oh, okay. And I still like cross my s's there. <laughs> I <laughs> this, mean, both this, good movies. Great. Very good movies. Yes. Is this the old movie that you had on your list that we don't? 
Uh, well, Colin has it on yeah, his. Yeah, it's oh, actually okay. uh, 13 on mine. Yeah. It is number four for me, so. Wow. Uh, I just I, thought this was whoa. the best trailer to come out of Comic-Con, I, in my I agree, opinion. and I have not – it has not left my mind since then. Yeah, and I think it might be the best trailer I've seen all year. Wow. Kind of. Maybe. I got to – I would what? have to think about that. But um, it just – it looks like it's going to be great. Man. Like, I love James McAvoy's uh, – performance from split yep and the trailer shows that he's probably gonna get to dive even deeper into he that gets, role he gets to play 20 different yeah. personalities and then uh you know sam jackson is glass mm. i i'd have to rewatch unbreakable because it's been a while but yeah. i'm sure i'll get even more excited i just did I so maybe that's why <laughs> <laughs> i will say this i, I mean do... i remember liking it a lot yeah so i, I think feel... it improves on a second viewing yeah. after like you know oh like it's all like a comic book it's mm-hmm. all in that superhero realm kind of like i think that elevates it getting a good bruce willis role it's not something to take lightly and that would be my <laughs> only regret leaving this off that's that's a good point so uh we will move into our top 10 here so we can all be good friends again okay no 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 fights over this movie's not on your list we can fight potentially over where they fall um but this one should be i think a, a rather uh Fine discussion with our number 10 movie being John Wick 3 coming in, cracking our top 10. Josh is shaking his head, Josh. Uh, no, in agreement. Kind oh, of like, okay. Yeah, that's where it belongs. Okay, well, not for you. You had it at 14. But in the consensus list okay. where I am fist fighting all of you for my films <laughs> here, John Wick getting number 10, I'm okay with it. I'm glad that's there. It deserves to be. Yeah. And rightfully so. Yeah, it's got Chad Stahelski coming back to yes. direct it solo. But really, uh, it's that image of Keanu Reeves riding a horse mm-hmm. with machine guns, people coming after him. It's just like, come on. That's like, that's, yes. that is peak John Wick right there. Just the <laughs> and I have to see it. Movie <laughs> right. It's just him against the world, basically. Uh huh. So yeah. that's just so, such a great concept. It is literally. Based on how the second one ends. Yeah. You know? And like, I, I don't know if it picks up exa- like immediately after the it second one. It probably won't, but. But I would imagine it picks up. Sometime close to when the second movie ends. And um, even though I don't think that second movie is as brilliant of a movie as the first one was, I still think it's a very um, exciting follow-up to the original John Wick. I thought it was on par with the first. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think John Wick 3, you're coming in. That world has already expanded. So we have Lawrence Fishburne and his... I don't remember his king, whatever his name is. Uh, he's back. Bowery king. Bowery king. Uh, Ian McShane. We have like Jason Mansukis coming in. Yes. Um, like we have so like, all we have just such a vast range of uh, characters for the John Wick world to be populated with. Go back to the Continental probably. Oh, and Halle Berry is coming in here what? as another assassin. Um, so I just I think this movie has tons of excitement, more gung fu action, and uh, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Same here. Yeah. Like you guys, you guys said it. The if the, if the pitch for this movie was we're gonna put Keanu Reeves on a horse down <laughs> Times Square, not Times Square, I don't know where they're shooting at, but uh, and he's gonna be firing guns as he goes, and then the studio executive just stand up and just push literally a mound of the cash across the table, <laughs> and they're like, "Go make the movie," do it. <laughs> and so they did. Shoot it today, be out tomorrow. <laughs> yes. In so, a release date too. It's getting a. Uh, summer release yep. mm-hmm. which, which i oh man, that that may be the only thing that worries me not yeah, just not because it's gonna quality. be it could just because they're that could tell you that they're going for more of like a mainstream action yeah it's gonna push the approach to the center they're gonna just push that all pop culture yeah right but i also the only thing that worries me about it more is that it'll just get like destroyed 
at the box oh, office. I'm not worried about that. It's the, this is probably going to be the last one, I yeah. would assume. So at that point, yeah, I it's c- more about the quality of the movie. And I think this release date probably is the best thing for it. The, yeah, and the, yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, by this point, everybody knows John Wick. That's true. Right. So. And Stilisky knows, too. There's probably not going to be any more of these. So they can him and Reese can go, rat, go just... Do whatever the heck they want. Yeah. Blow except the studio for killing off. Him. Except you, for kill him. You cannot kill him. Blow the studio off at every turn. Make the movie the way you want it because <laughs> this is it. This is your exit strategy. So we think, but you never know. You never know. <laughs> That's true. Except, I, I don't know. I don't know how you would go from everybody trying to kill John Wick to them like, all right, what comes next? Uh, aliens? <laughs> I don't know. Right. <laughs> Somebody else. Oh, Independence Day crossover. Him, like, with aliens flying down from space with him just with machine guns. Crossover off. with uh, Men in Black. Yes. Chris Hemsworth, Tessa Thompson show up. I'm and still they get that fighting that aliens. Jump Street, Men in Black crossover oh, didn't happen. I, I agree there. That but would, with that Men in Black fun. International, let me tell you what, mm-hmm. the potential is at its highest point. I agree. Uh, but let's move on to our number nine. This one uh, being Toy Story 4 coming in here at mm-hmm. number nine. I think it's a, a nice little placement for this movie. I had it at 13. Josh, you have it at 12. Yep. And Colton, most excited of us all with a number seven ranking. Colton, how come Toy Story 4 is so excited? Yeah, it's one of my favorite franchises ever. Is that um, why it got there for you? Yeah, that's why. That's the sole reason. I, I enjoyed the teasers, too. Um, I will say I am slightly worried about Forky. it not being as good of an ending as the third one gave mm. us. Like, the third one was so perfect in ending, I was just like, just leave the franchise, let it go. But, you know, once you hear the plot, like Tom Hanks talked about mm-hmm. how it's going to be even sadder, it's just like, I don't know what they're going to do here. <laughs> I don't yeah, know how that's possible. They just kill off all the toys or something. But um, how you can do that, I guess, burn them, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, rip them apart. But <laughs> they, yeah, tr- yeah, they tried <laughs> that. We're getting morbid here. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, just, just the fact that it's Toy Story, another one coming out, um, Pixar's track record phenomenal especially with the toy story sequels i mean the incredibles too they just gave this was great so mm-hmm. um i don't think they would be coming out with another sequel if it wasn't worthy so that's why it's my number seven yeah that that the sequel part of it and like if they can close it out better that that is the main concern for me that's why it's yeah. 13 instead of like six right like just because I, toy story 3 is such the perfect ending that yeah, Tom Hanks and Tim Allen, they're both saying, I couldn't look at anybody when I recorded my final lines because yeah. it was just so emotional. And I'm like, that may be true, but maybe you're just like going to miss the paydays. Like, I don't I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, like, <laughs> I mean, it's Tom Hanks, and I don't think you can make him say anything that he doesn't want to say at this point now. Right, but Tom Hanks could also be like doing a burger commercial and maybe make me uh, emotional. Like, I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. But like him him getting worked up over something means that like he's been in the biz. And he knows. True, true. And so him getting worked up over something, like really worked up over something in voice acting, I think that says something. And that's actually kind of what inspired me to like even put this that movie on my list. It wasn't going to make your list? Well, like in in the hypothetical. Oh, okay. Or um if we were talking about this without those trailers, without the, his comments, uh-huh. I probably wouldn't be like I'm not really excited for it. It's just a money really? it's probably just a money maker. I honestly think if we had no teasers at this point, uh it may be higher. I think I think those both those teasers are 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 good. Mm-hmm. They're funny, but they don't I don't know if they tell me anything about the movie. Sure. <laughs> so no, I'm just like I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know what to do with uh, them. Keith Peel are going to be voices in it, it's which I bunny, didn't know. Yeah, it's so funny. I love that so much. So I mean, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to it. We all, all three of us are. It's more of just, uh, 
Not as much as eight other movies, apparently. Yeah, fair enough. Such as our number eight, It Chapter Two, coming in here. This is one that almost all three of us have in our top ten individually, but it comes in here at our number eight. I have it at number ten. Josh has it at seven, and Ooh. Colton coming in at eleven. Oh, okay. So he just I don't feel so angry just anymore. missed it. No. Um, but yeah, Josh, It Chapter Two. It listen. I am the. I I have taken the. Um, Stephen King resident knowledge person. Mm-hmm. I'm the resident Stephen King expert here, which is to say not very well, not very <laughs> good at it. But listen, let me tell you what. The first one was excellent. Yes. But now we get Jessica Chastain, James McAvery, and Bill Hader all in the same movie. Yeah, that's, that's correct, I believe. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait. And both uh, Skarsgård and... Yeah, and Skarsgård back And as, all the kids... And all the kids for flashbacks or new scenes or whatever yeah. they're working on. But what did it in and why it's here is because the first one was so good. But also, there is a photo of it, the thing, the uh, what's the clown's name? Pennywise. 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 Yeah. Thank you, Pennywise. Perched on top of some Bob Paul Bunyan statue. <laughs> or who knows why? Uh, and it's gonna be. It's so creepy. <laughs> it's super creepy. I want to get that framed or something. Oh boy, it's so funny. Um, but anyway, Bill Hader's the best. He's been just killing it. Yeah. And Barry, have you guys seen Barry yet? I have not. Oh, watch Barry. But anyway, that's why. And it's just gonna be scary. But it's also like a kid kind of scary. So you can be like, yeah. you can watch. It's scary for the whole family. <laughs> Except for I don't know about Shack. that, man. I I did love the first one. Um, mm-hmm. I think it gets better on repeat viewings. I watched it like a month ago, and it just it bumped. It, I bumped it up to a five out of five. Oh wow! Um, it's one of my, I would say it's one of my favorite horror give, movies give, ever. High five right there. Um, probably The Shining <laughs> is the only thing right now off the top of my head. I would say I'd still like a little bit better. But um, the the one concern I have that it's not higher for me. It's at my eleven. But I've just um, I haven't seen the original like. TV series mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim with Tim, with Tim Curry, yeah. So I've from what I've heard of that, the second half is not as good as the first half, and a lot of people pan the second half, and so I'm worried that that's going to kind of carry over into this one, and that's why I'm a little have it down at eleven. They're taking some liberties. Word on the street is mm-hmm. you got the better. inside scoop. No, just <laughs> script wise, the guy said some things. So. Oh, okay, good. Um, but yeah, it's the same director returning, right? Yes, Andy, it is Andy uh, Muschietti. Yeah, is back. Cast uh, is great. I mean, Jessica Chastain right away. Like before they even like talked about casting her, we were all just like, "Oh, she'd be perfect." Uh, it's got to be it, right? <laughs> right. It's almost like too too perfect. I don't you know? know if we were doing the big question when we did this um, episode, but right after we uh, fan cast, yes, the Losers Club as adults. So definitely go check that out. Yeah, we did. Great. That was like back in. September of 2017. Yeah. So over a year ago, you got to search back a little bit, but you'll find it. Mm-hmm. I guess, it, except it wouldn't be split up, though. So It'd be, they'd be paired together. They'd be paired together, so it may be a little harder to find, potentially. Yeah. But you can find it. You just got to listen to all of our episodes at least <laughs> once. No big deal. Uh, <laughs> but I, yeah, I think It Chapter 2 kind of echoing what Colton said. of them. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it was one of the most surprising movies of 2017. Were you timid on going to see it? I, I refused to see it. And then I, I got talked into it. I was not yeah. like super. I mean, I I was excited based on the trailers, but yeah. like I was like, man, that, that, it looks different. It looks like a a a kid, not a kid movie, but like mm-hmm. it's obviously coming of age. Yeah, it's movie, a coming yeah. of age movie, but with a horror vibe. And Pennywise looked super creepy, but it's like, oh, but I know it's not like 
demon possession, like that right. kind of stuff. It's more of just like jump scares. I can handle jump scares. That, that's totally fine. Um, and so like getting to see that. And even though they like show some of those, a lot of those modes in the marketing, mm-hmm. they get you still in the theater, which yep. is where the jump scares most that, effective. Man, that like moment the, in the garage. Yeah. The garage that's with the projector, crazy. like, Oh yeah. I've seen the marketing made me jump. Then still makes me jump when I watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, uh, the, the new cast, uh, all the older actors, I mean, it, it looks like it is, going to really do a really great job of moving this forward um it may just be for me just the um the investment in the franchise maybe isn't there for me to have it like higher than my number 10 which is i think still you know decently high considering all the great movies that come out in 2019 that we've already talked about um but um yeah i'm just excited for chapter two sweet looks good i'm glad looks great well i can't say it looks good because we haven't seen anything but hopefully soon yes <laughs> um but then our number seven is the lion king the live action remake from Disney. Uh, I have it as my number three movie Whoa. of the year. Mainly because, as I talked about in our Thanksgiving episode, big question, who is most thankful for? The Lion King is one of the most, I think, influential films in my life. So seeing it again in this new twist, I'm very excited for. And John Favreau is uh, responsible for for the Jungle Book, but also Iron Man, but also Elf, but also Chef, which is a really fun little small movie. Um, He is a really good director, and I can't wait to see The Mandalorian, but like this looks like a completely different thing, even though we've only seen very small amounts of footage through the teaser trailer. It looks great from a visual standpoint. It looks exactly like I want, and the fact that I don't want a lot of changes, even though that (laughs) may be the complete opposite of a lot of other people. Um, I want to see the movie and story I'm familiar with, but just with incredible graphics, new songs, a little bit more fleshed out, um, but no like major twists where like, oh, well, Mufasa doesn't die. It's like, what, <laughs> what, what, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> like, I know you want James Earl Jones, J- but yeah, come on. Yeah, you got him returning <laughs> as yeah. the voice of Mufasa, and then you get Childish Gambino, you know, coming in as Simba. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. So it's great voice cast. Yeah, it is, and especially too. Like the remixes and the the soundtrack of this thing is going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to already buy the soundtrack. You yeah, know? Um, I just did my Spotify Wrapped for the year, and I'd spent sixty one hours listening to Childish Gambino. I saw that. <laughs> this <laughs> is was, America, number one. <laughs> I was shocked that I had spent that much time listening to his music. So yeah, whatever Donald Glover cooks up for this, and then whatever he's got for the voice role, uh, yeah, I, I definitely. I'm excited to see that. But you're obviously not very excited, Josh. Not, yeah, no. I knew you were going to jump in there with that. I, I have that. to throw it in there. What was your ranking for it? You're going to hate me. 18. Yeah. 18. <laughs> 18. I'd seen that was, I struggled. Like, I was it kicking is... myself for not getting it in my top three after that teaser. Really? Especially, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's just but like I know the story. And then when I asked myself. That's why, that's why it bumped it for me. I was like, I know how this movie is already, like, there's not right. really much mystery. Yeah. I'm just excited to see, just watch it, you know? Mm-hmm. That's why I have a couple up ahead of it, because I yeah. don't know. So I think I think, I think that is totally fair, um, even though this was one that was locked in. as like, this is a top three movie. Like, I know. Okay. For a fact, um, there will be disparity in the next one, which is the consensus number six, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Josh has it at five. Yes. Colton coming in at four. So why is that 25? Me. Really? It is number 16 on my list. Hmm. Well, I mean, do you like Quentin Tarantino? I do. I do. But 
it's more it's you like revere quentin tarantino i i res- i uh, <laughs> i respect all of his films do you and respect most leonardo dicaprio movies i do i like i like him i've heard of him before <laughs> i've heard of this brad pitt fella a couple of times what about margot robbie she she's great as well um and there's you could Kurt go Russell, perhaps you could go down the line i know that movie has one How about of the period dramas <laughs> that <laughs> also incorporate the manson murders no i'm not a big fan of the mansons <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay fair enough we'll give you a pass there but uh no it, it, it's more of like i'm i am excited for this movie but like i want to know a little bit more about it before i go full in number you know top five most disney movie of the year just because like i want to know quentin tarantino's take on it first like obviously there's going to be a tarantino vibe to it but like how is he going to play with the manson murder like aspect of it like is it going to be in the forefront is it going to be in the background what are they going to do about it like how how prevalent is it going to be and the movie releases on like the anniversary of the Manson murders. So like, I just want to know if they're going to be, if he's like Quentin Hill is not necessarily the most respectful person. <laughs> um, and yeah, so we, I am just maybe a little concerned over how they're going to, how he's going to deal with the subject matter uh, for the movie. But otherwise, other than that, he is a, he's one of the best directors out there currently, uh, maybe of all time. And he's got an incredible ensemble with a, movie that is going to be based in hollywood about movies uh i think it'll be fun it's just not something that as of right now on the day we're recording on this minute i'm just like oh i gotta see it just someday cooper you're gonna look back once quentin tarantino has retired and you'll be like the man came out with 12 movies 13 movies i don't remember how many he's doing whatever the case he's doing 10 movies he's doing 10 man's doing 10 this is number nine this is his ninth movie and you just weren't excited for it no, I feel like that'll be a regret. I mean, I I am excited. It is on my list. It is oh. just not number. I mean, in my top five, like you guys, when you get, get into when it, when you get Tarantino directing a movie and DiCaprio and Margot Robbie and Brad Pitt all together in a movie mm-hmm. and Kurt Russell, Al Pacino, Al Pacino, Al Pacino Tim Roth. You get like you how all, does it, he's a regulars. regular? But I mean, like when you get all them teaming up for a movie, I don't know how you can't not put it in your top five. That's my philosophy of it like I, I, that makes total sense at this point in my movie watching career <laughs> i like to uh i put a lot more stock i think in the director and the actors yeah. must than, revere the greats than i before i even know mm-hmm. what the plot's gonna be the Not. cult of tarantino is a lot like the cult of manson now that i think about it <laughs> i don't know if that's a good comparison <laughs> to make <laughs> but i mean come on the two guys in your top five that's it that's all you got I feel I don't want to push you on this. No, I'm mean, but like why are you guys so excited? We don't know we don't know much else about it. It's I, just... We do well it's a period I love period dramas. Mm-hmm. You set your movie anywhere in this this area of Hollywood. I think it's some, some kind of why I revere the nice guys mm-hmm. so much from Shane Black. Is just because there it's this it's this golden age of American life, apparently. But like when you like dig into what's really going on and what was like really happening in Hollywood or anywhere else it's like oh wow it's so trashy and everyone's just out for themselves mm-hmm. and the crazy thing about the manson hollywood is is it because it just becomes this paranoid like um it's gonna be like a crime thriller yeah but also everyone is just so coked out and out of their <laughs> mind but they're also listening to this really charismatic and charming dude charles manson yeah and when you get into it, it's just nuts how just the local press and everyone covers it and all of the inner machinations of 
the this side of Hollywood. Um, there's a podcast called You Must Remember This, and they have like a five part series on it. And it's super good. Um, done by Karina Longworth. Okay. Check it out. Okay. I know, but you would love it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also, like, just going back to the whole actor thing, I just kind of uh, pulled up IMDb. They just said this is going to be DiCaprio's. I didn't even think of this. His first movie since he won an Oscar for The Revenant. Mm. That's true. Yeah. So, like, it's been four years now. Once By the time this comes out, like, that's insane. That, that think is of that. crazy. So, like, that's, that even adds more to it. Like, we haven't had DiCaprio. We haven't been blessed with him on screen <laughs> in four years. Uh, that That's a good point. The man that's probably the best point that I've heard. He threw his body into a river for us. He got thrown around by a bear. Yeah, this is his this is his uh, swan song to uh, his Oscar. Yeah. Well, maybe swan song is the wrong word for that. But or he's going for another one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. It's Tarantino. No, I mean, it'll definitely be in the awards consideration yeah. at some point. I'm, it comes out around the same time that they release like Inglorious Bastards. So mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move into our top five. All right. Oh boy. Get into the nitty gritty here. With uh, Josh's number one movie of the year. Wow! Did I have to push this in here His myself? You pushed. You pushed it up quite a bit. Uh, well, not quite a bit. A couple of spots. It is Knives Out. Yes. Uh, Josh. It is Ryan Johnson and mm-hmm. uh, incredible cast of characters doing murder mystery. Yes. What else you need? Well, first of all, period piece drama, like I had just said. Second of all. Murder mystery, detective type style stuff. That's what Ryan Johnson kind of likes to do. He likes to play with his wacky and zany, and that's a genre that just goes with it. But then you take in the cast, and this is what I'm basing a lot of it on. Mm-hmm. Not just Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson gets me into the theater no matter what. Mm-hmm. But the reason the hype is real, Anna De Armas, who had just premiered in my favorite movie of 2017. Blade, Blade Runner, Runner. 2049. <laughs> Ryan Johnson directed my She second. was fantastic in that, by the way. She was. Just absolutely. Joyous. The best. Awesome. Yes. One of the, yeah, the entire concept behind that character. Awesome. And then you go get Michael Shannon, mm-hmm. who makes who who makes me cry in Midnight Special when he tells Jordan Lieberman That's that he's always going to care for him. And, ah, oh, excellent. Then you get Daniel Craig. Speaking of Lieberman. Yeah. Isn't he in the movie, too? Is he? In Knives Out? Jane Lieberman so. is in this movie. I didn't know that. We really? didn't get that. We did not cover that. We didn't. I did not know that. <laughs> I could have made it like 20 straight weeks of covering <laughs> Knives Out cast yeah. And then you just keep going down the list. Chris Evans, Jamie Lee Curtis, Catherine Langford, Tony Collette. Coming who, off of Hereditary. Coming off of Hereditary. Who, who knows if she's going to get nominated. She should. She, she should, should be a shoe-in. But yes. A I don't movie know. movie I will defend to my dying yeah. breath. But then our favorite guy. I was going to say, Keith Keith Stanfield. (laughs) There's Don Johnson and Christopher Plummer just because they're being extra. (laughs) Did you say Daniel Craig yet, too? Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I kind of said him, but his uh, character, Benoit Blanc. Is that his official name? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's automapeic, and I don't know. It's just like, you know, it's going to be so much fun to have him whip that out as the detective. Um, But there's so much in this movie, and Ryan Johnson writes – just he's just he's so funny and witty. I think he's the wittiest director working, maybe tongue in cheek, tongue in cheek director right now. Mm-hmm. And so whatever loony tune action that he's got to get out of his system after Star Wars, which had to be somewhat serious but somewhat jokey, and he got that perfect blend right. Uh, we're gonna see it all right here before he has to, you know, go back behind the Disney curtain and you know <laughs> start chiseling away at his trilogy. 
So yeah, that, I mean, that's why it's here. Yeah, no, I mean, knives out as everything you mentioned, Josh. It's got basically anything you can come up from a movie, other than like a trailer at this point. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's really that's really all I need to move it up higher than I have it at eight. Um, it's actually like, pretty good for you not having a trailer for. Yeah, it. like I think it may be. Uh, well, other than a pretty big block, well, a couple of big blockbusters are still coming. True. 2019. It is, I think it's the biggest one of the year that is like, does not have a trailer for it yet. So like Knives Out anticipation is high mm-hmm. and we've covered it <laughs> at very big lengths on the podcast before. Yeah. So I think our excitement is already very noted and well mm-hmm. known, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's got, it's got my boy, Chris Evans. With Ryan Johnson and yeah. Daniel Craig and Lakeith and Shannon and the whole list of people. And uh, as long as Chris Evans is not the one that dies early on in the movie, <laughs> I'll be totally cool with it. Uh, oh, and Noah Sh- uh, Shoop or Sh- Shane, uh, the um, Ryan Johnson oh. fellow. I was going to say, I thought you were going for Noah Jupe, which is the no. kid from A Quiet Place. And no, I was like, wait, that what? <laughs> that would we, how do we also miss that? <laughs> <laughs> but Colton, you have it at number nine, Knives Out. That's yeah, like, I mean, it's just. Just the cast. I actually, um, before we even like filmed, right before we filmed this, uh, you guys made me aware that this was actually supposed to be <laughs> slated for 2019. For some reason, I thought it was uh, 2020 because it just seemed like the turnaround was so fast for that, like filming and everything. So, but yeah, Ryan Johnson. I mean, I you guys know how I feel about the Last Jedi. I you hate adore it, it, right? Oh, I adore okay. it. Good. So um, that's why you're still on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I just keep coming in to plug the Last Jedi. That's why. Because I feel like it doesn't get it enough. But anyway, yeah, Knives Out, just the the concept, the murder mystery, um, Ryan Johnson directing. It's just, I'm there. Yeah. yeah. Um, which brings us then to our number four, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, coming out in July of 2019. Josh, you, you have it the lowest of the bunch. Still in your top ten, though. lowest? You really? Do? Yeah. Um, I don't know much about, uh, well, we just get it out here. We haven't seen anything from Spider-Man yet. He's my favorite superhero, though. And we get to see him finally square off against my favorite villain that he's, he has. Played by the best actor working today, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, okay, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, he is top three for sure. Top five. There's a lot of working actors. Wow. But Jake Gyllenhaal. But if you have I'm a Gyllenholic, though, so is he. Yeah, Gyllenholic. Woo! <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Okay, we'll have the Adam Driver Jake Gyllenhaal fight sometime soon. But anyway, I could argue that Gyllenhaal has much more. He's been in the scene longer. Exactly. Well, exactly. That's why. We need to go pound. That's all you need to know. We need to go pound for pound here about. um, Who's got the Oscar nomination? Body of work. Okay, Adam Driver. (laughs) I mean, he's get his very very soon. He could with Black Klansman. Maybe that'd be great. I hope he does. Okay, but we're far. We're far. We, both, we love both of them. We're not here yes. to argue. Spider-Man that. Spider-Man here. Um, Adam Driver will be in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That, and then in, Cooper will love him in, more. Yeah. In conclusion, uh, but yeah, that's you know that's kind of like my thinking here of this. Um, and what they're doing with Peter Parker, this version, this iteration of him, is just so much more um, identifiable with mm-hmm. like what I've known in the comics and the cartoons and all of those things up to this point and I'm excited to see where it goes here. Um, but all th- at the same time, um, uh, there are movies in front of it and behind it, you know, that are different, that aren't sequels, that aren't yeah. 
blockbustery. Mm-hmm. That's, that's fair. That's why it kind of lands right there because I kind of know what I'm gonna get, even though I don't know what I'm gonna get. <laughs> right. Kind of say what. <laughs> yeah. I'm no, no. I get. Right. I get what you're saying. Like, there's a mystery element to it, uh, obviously, because as of our recording, we haven't seen anything. By the time this episode drops, there probably will be a trailer out, so we yeah. will probably have witnessed the glory of Hall in the full Mysterio getup, mm-hmm. um, which I'm sure. is going to be wacky and amazing but uh i i'm just really intrigued of how they're going to do this because after avenger endgame it is after currently tom holland's peter parker is dead in the mcu as far as we know um so how are they going to market this thing how are they going to try to promote this so i'm i'm interested in it and i really just want to know that once that is all out of the way once you actually get to the movie itself it is the first movie that comes out after Avengers Endgame. It is the movie that's going to deal with the repercussions of however that movie plays out, whether yeah. it's who have people die, everybody lives, or the timeline's forever changed, whatever it may be, uh, there's going to be a fallout to it. And I really want to know, obviously, what that is as a major MCU fan. So uh, it's can't miss. Yeah, um, I actually almost had this uh, above a certain other movie that we're probably going to talk about soon, just because of it is uh, very close. For just you. because of Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. As the villain, mm-hmm. and then I mean, it's, it's Tom Holland coming back as Spider-Man. Homecoming was just so good to me. Um, it's one of my favorite Marvel movies. Um, just the the concept of taking him outside of New York is uh, something we haven't seen before that true. I can think of. I mean, we'll yep. probably work. that's true. It's yeah. the first time. Um, and then um, well, I mean, I mean like just in a solo movie, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. And then you got Mysterio, yeah, Civil War, or I guess technically aside. like oh yeah, overseas, but um, yeah, because he went to Washington, but Homecoming. Oh yeah, true. But Mysterio is just a villain we haven't gotten to see yet you know mm. and he's like he's a big fan favorite so like he's i just can't best. yeah i can't wait to see like what they do with all the trippy effects that's gonna mm-hmm. come along with mysterio um yeah jake gyllenhaal perfect yeah the py- so happy he's in the mcu the pyrotechnic possibilities with him this is they can just go extra because the guy's a stage performer and i kind of wonder if it'll have like this european like carnival barker attitude to it like as they go from city to city area to area mm-hmm. it'll kind of be like all right what's the next performance from mysterio gonna be in this city in venice in rome yeah. and like whatever he rolls out is gonna be so extra and so loony mm-hmm. that uh you just can't help but make you smile or something like that it'll be there are the stagecraft villainry that it, and the possibility of that like we probably haven't been able to see it since like a tim burton batman movie really and i think that'll be a part of the fun I hope this movie is better than both Burton Batman movies. Yeah. Well, okay, but <laughs> come on. They're, 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 the first one is the first I, one. Is very I really, good. I am a very outspoken non fan of Batman Returns. <laughs> yeah, Batman Returns can uh, okay. never be talked about again. That's well, that's fine. We we I all just, agree there a little bit. Okay, but, yeah. good. Uh, uh, not a lot of people. A lot of people think it's better than the Jack Nicholson Joker one. Yeah, Batman. a lot of people yeah. think it's better. Yeah, better than the original Batman, which I think those people are like not even close. We'll all, we'll have to discuss this. They obviously we're not paying attention whenever Danny DeVito's on screen. But, but yeah, Spider Man Far From Home. <laughs> it is can't gonna, wait. It's gonna be. Hopefully, incredible. Um, dare you say amazing? Um, but let's move on to our number three. As okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> we'll get into our top three here with uh, the highest ranking non sequel, non franchise film. I know what it of is. The list, the highly anticipated follow up to a man's who directed Get Out mm-hmm. yes, to an Oscar winning screenplay. It is Us, Jordan Peele's uh, second directorial effort. Uh, Josh has it highest. Of the three, even though it just missed out on my um, being in everybody's top five because I had number six. But, Josh, 
Us. Yes. I, I, I mean, we don't know what, listen, we don't know what Jordan Peele is coming up with for this movie. We kind of do. Um, it's going to be like a couple's movie. Yeah. Uh, but listen, if you're not paying attention to Jordan Peele after just blowing us all the way with Get Out, um, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. And this time around, Lupita Nyong'o mm-hmm. and Elizabeth Moss are going to be in that movie. And? And? Winston Duke. And Winston Duke. A man. And Colton's favorite guy. Oh, man. This is what's got it so high for me. Tim Heidecker. <laughs> My man. I don't even know who He's Tim a big Heidecker like, is. Um, He's a big comedy guy in like Adult Swim stuff. Um, he was the Whale Man. And yeah, the, the Whale wasp. Man and Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, <laughs> what? Check a check out his show on cinema at the cinema. <laughs> it's one of my all time favorite things on the web. Uh, oh but my yeah, gosh. this is uh, my biggest. This is what I mean. Jordan Peele aside, with Get Out, Get Out was phenomenal. Um, Tim Heidecker getting cast in this as a as a male lead is just it is it insanely is like too good to be true to me. He looks like. Uh, a bundle of fun. Oh man, <laughs> he is anything but. <laughs> he is. Uh, he's got. He's got the uh, that like awkward, uh, dry humor down. Like, yeah. To a to a I don't know. Perfection. To a T. Yeah. Yeah. To a T is what I was trying to. Come I got with. you. I got yeah. you. Um, yeah. I mean, us. It and is. Then, oh yeah. Go ahead. Just can't forget um, Abdul Manti the second. Oh who yeah. Would be our. Uh, I did forget about that. Black. Manta from Aquaman. And so. uh, Anna Diop is also in this movie, I yes. believe, from uh, Titans. And she is Starfire in that show. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this cast is exciting. Um, but it's really a, it's Jordan Peele that is like, mm-hmm. Get Out was so good. Mm-hmm. I think it's a movie that only grows better and better the more you watch it. Yep. So seeing him try to follow it up in some ways, doing some sort of sociological thriller horror movie. Um, with more money. With more money. And yes. I don't mean it's more money in the sense of he did get out for, or he did, yeah, he did get out for $5 million and he's doing this one for 25. So it's like, that, that, that's a lot more money, but mm-hmm. it's also like pales in comparison to the two other movies we'll talk about here at the end. <laughs> so, uh, it is, it is going to be crazy to see. We'll see this movie in March. So mm-hmm. we are not even that far away. Depending. I mean, since we're recording this early, it is possible that a trailer could be out by the time this episode drops. So yeah. if that's the case, uh, I'm sure we'll be raving about it before this episode. So <laughs> our excitement could be even bigger <laughs> when you guys are hearing this final episode. So uh, let's move on to our number two here. This one pains me to say, but it's oh. Avengers Endgame coming in at number two, <laughs> all because of freaking Josh Straley <laughs> coming in what? at number 10. Josh, are you kidding me? <laughs> I No, I'm not kidding you. I, I put it there for a very specific reason. Um, and listen, I wasn't, I was trying to game the system a little bit here, but I that's, the, that's the universe it we is. live it in. It is. But also I was, ru- I, I mean, listen, I was running out, was listing these movies out. Okay. And listen, I'm excited for Endgame as much as you. I want to see it, but uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, like everyone, my top 10 is interchangeable depending on the month. All right. We'll just, we'll movie. just change it to number one. We'll be, we'll be fine. <laughs> but what I'm saying, what I'm, what I'm saying here is. There are more, every nine other movies here are more interesting to me than this one. Okay. Um, you could interchange, no, you can't interchange it. I take it back. But it's just like, you know, Marvel is not, it is top not tier for me. Yeah, no. 
I don't think that's a, that wasn't a shock, honestly. As I'm running out all these other movies, I'm like, all right, you know what? I like Spider-Man more. Uh, I like Godzilla. We haven't seen a really awesome live gash in Godzilla. It, Zombie Land, and yeah. No, honestly, originally when you you sent me your list, you sent me it in a, in a Google Docs. It's updated all the time. Yes. And uh, you sent it to me before you'd finalized this, and it looked more like you just kind of laid out the mm-hmm. movies that popped in your head as they came to you. Right. And end of game was like number three and i was like oh my gosh this is incredible this is this is so shocking and because like as i was opening i was like i guarantee uh godzilla king of monsters is above endgame and then it was it was it it was like and i was like this is just like the craziest thing and then i was like sure enough when you're like all right my this is fine i was like yeah all right that's more like it that's the josh i've learned to know for the last three years i there i am i can't wait to see it because I want to know what happens, right. but I also I know what's gonna happen a little bit. Like it, we're gonna big fight. Some people may go away. Some people may not go away. All right. Oh, here's the setup for the next movie. Here we go. Okay. And I've always talked about this. My biggest complaint with event the Avengers series is it's always it's always where we're going. It's not where we're at. Uh, I think Age of Ultron fell into that, but Infinity War was yes. just a part one, so you can't really fault it for that. Well, but yes. it's not marketed as that. It's marketed as its own thing. Right. But even even then, if you mark if you just leave it off at that, it's still like oh, yeah. reverts it, your expectations a, and everything. It's a complete movie in Thanos' perspective. Yeah. He accomplished what he did, he is victorious, and he is now farmer. And yes. <laughs> I can't wait to see Farmer Thanos <laughs> in Avengers Endgame. He has to suit back up. Uh, he's still got the Infinity Gauntlet. We've seen the trailer now. Likes to uh, wear still. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously my number one on the year. And uh, even though that tra- that first trailer, um, as we talked about before, is not like, here's all the money shots. Here's everything that's going to make you uh, make your jaw drop in the theater and stand up and cheer. It's all just like, oh, wait, all my heroes are <laughs> sad and crying and alone. <laughs> and I don't like this, but yeah. like I do like it at the I same time. I was very time. happy with the trailer because it didn't give anything away. Yeah. Like, and it still gave that, you know, the Hawkeye right. Ronin gave, thing. Gave Ronin. That was gave us the cool. ant-man tease yeah um it, it did give us a lot even though, but it's it's not it's just not that those cheery moments mm-hmm. like that first trailer. and it's i like, don't want it to right it's <laughs> like i'm totally fine if like if this is their marketing strategy or just like all right everything is grim it is dour like this may not end well it probably won't like we're setting you up to know that like look tony is prepared to die so don't be surprised then the movie mm-hmm. when like he dies yeah. he sacrifices himself captain america is like looking at peggy and like oh man like it was an, an easier time the back then <laughs> i mean it'd be quite a twist 10 minutes into the movie probably <laughs> um but i mean yeah avengers endgame it's my number one colin sheer number two mm-hmm. well i mean infinity war didn't disappoint in no. the slightest so i mean all the uncertainty i mean like you you know the beat the action beats that are coming yeah. like you said but uh, that doesn't really like knock it for me at all like i want to see those action beats you know yeah it and, was as smooth sailing of a film as possible and i gave it five out of five ticket stubs because what it was and what it did mm-hmm. was impressive but i, I and game uh, just the, i don't trust them to i do, do because it's the russos yeah come on now i do too they could the do Russo- no wrong they can do no wrong. And then on top of that, just like, yeah, like you already talked about a little bit, just like the overall, like what's going to happen with all these characters. Mm-hmm. Like that's something I can't wait to see. Yeah, totally. I get that. But at the same time, 
there's already, oh, Chris Evans may not be done with Captain America just yet. And, right. like, I'm already, like, as soon as I saw that, like, I threw my hands up because then, you know. But is that, is that just the directors playing the game? Like, maybe. Chris. I mean, they straight up lied to us when yeah. they yes. said the title wasn't in game. Yeah, so Correct. I, I don't think, at this point, I am totally fine. Like, I would be totally fine if come next April, April 26th, the new date, mm-hmm. uh, I'm watching, you know, or like April 25th, the night before, pretty night, like, I'm watching it, and the, for the, like, I'm watching, I'm like, wait a minute, like, Tony's not on a ship, Captain America still has his beard, and he's not <laughs> yeah. crying, uh, Ronan, just fake out yeah, trailer. like, yeah. all the footage is fake, in every trailer, I'd be totally fine with that, they could lie to me about every I single wanna see, detail. I want to see them do something like that. Like, for, for, the, for the trailer launch, they didn't even release a synopsis for the movie yet. Like, yeah. that's how secretive they're being about the plot. So if they're going to these lengths this early on, I think that signals that they're going to continue that throughout the way. And if Marvel, the Russos, everybody involved was, like, sending out, like, Thanos letters to media members going, like, guys, you're going to see this movie for anybody else. Please do not spoil anything. Please don't yeah. sp- spoil that Red Skull is in the movie or that Gamora is going to die or that, like, all these different things. And, like they did it and then when the movie comes out people are shocked people are surprised and uh i will be i'll be shocked if i'm not shocked by <laughs> the things that happen in the game so uh it's my number one and unsurprisingly honestly the number one movie here for friends in film is star wars episode nine uh it is the only movie all three of us have in our top two uh with colton being the lone guy to have it at number one so oh yeah because knives out for you yep yes so okay Star Wars 9, it's the end of the Skywalker saga. Mm-hmm. Saga. Saga. J.J. <laughs> uh, Abrams is back to direct, and we've got the all-star cast that we've come to know and love. The last two movies also returning with some uh, bonus editions of uh, Billy D. Williams back as Lando Calrissian. Jackpot editions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Carrie Russell well joining Carrie the cast. Russell yeah. and uh, Dominic Monaghan. Mm, oh, and forgot about him. Say his name, though. Uh, the one on. I'm forgetting that uh the 11th matt smith <laughs> thank you uh and i think that's everybody oh what uh naomi aki yep. who may be playing lando's daughter um like is that oh there is a rumor that, out there don't i don't say, know don't say rumors sorry i googled the cast list real quick and i already saw a rumor and i hate myself for it oh gosh <laughs> i know something about a lightsaber uh, oh yeah i saw that rumor. which i kind of guessed but still i don't want we'll to see know. we'll see if that happens but anyways star wars 9 Josh is a big Star Wars fan. Yes. Golden's a big Star Wars fan. I think we're all big Star Wars fans. We're all big we Star Wars fans. We are all big Star yeah. Wars fans. Well, let me tell you what, though. Ben's, <laughs> let, let me tell you about a little man called Adam Driver. Um, American hero, Adam Driver. <laughs> or Listen, a villain, based on no, Star Wars. No, he's a hero. <laughs> man was served in our military. How yeah. dare you disrespect him? <laughs> cool. That's true. <laughs> Andy's uh, he's only like an hour away, like his home hometown. Yes, Mishawaka. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mishawaka? Yes. That is a town. Yes. Yes. Okay, anyway, point being, he is <laughs> one, he is the most dynamic and energetic actor who has ever stepped on screen in a Star Wars movie. Hands down, unquestionably. The only person that rivals him is either Liam Neeson or Ian McGregor. Up to this point. And now, with the most complex Star Wars character of all, we get to see what he does in a story that, in, a, in, in stories that are always about redemption and falling and good versus evil. And you have a character in Ben Solo that has just kind of tiptoed this line, oddly enough, 
throughout the series, though, even though he does despicable things left and right, all of us at the end of the day will be like, hmm, but can he be saved? And I want to see that on screen. And then you toss in how great Daisy Ridley is, mm-hmm. how um, fantastic Oscar Isaac is. Mark Hamill back as Luke Skywalker is one of the most satisfying things ever. And then John Boyega, who is just the energy all over the place. And then um, Kelly Marie Tran as well back. And then like Donald Gleason has Hux, who's just like the favorite punching bag. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, we, we I all love how love... they used him in uh, Last Jedi, exactly. too. Exactly. It's the best. It is, it's Especially exactly now that uh, Adam want. Driver's running the show. <laughs> right. Like having him just like. Spoilers for The Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. And, you know, what J.J. Abrams is planning on doing like with this movie I don't know. Nobody knows. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's the biggest thing for me. Like it's same as in the game. This this is why it's my number one. It's just like no idea where the story is going to go. With right. This. I mean, the possibilities really here are endless. Like typically, we have this time jump between the second and then a quick follow up, like a quick conclusion. Mm-hmm. But now they left it wide open. Mm-hmm. They can skip ten years for all they know, or whatever the case is. They're not, I know. But, but I, th- I mean, it'll probably be a couple years at least. It'll be at least three, I think. Probably. Oh. I mean, that I feel like that makes the most sense. Like, mm-hmm. the Resistance has, like, no support. Right. <laughs> uh, the, the First Order has now under Kylo's reign, but now they have to build back up. Yep. Like, if Rey's going to train new Jedi, she has to obviously find them first. And, <laughs> and like, then, like... You're a, you sh- would assume the Knights of Ren are going to be a part of this oh, too. Man. I sure hope so. I hope so. Yeah, I feel I, I've seen I, rumors I, about them and JJ Abrams coming back. <laughs> You're still googling? I know. I'm not yeah, googling. I, uh, I just saw headlines. I hate myself for even typing Star Wars into a search bar. This <laughs> is so stupid. Of I me. actually uh, kind of humored myself the other day, and I just like when I was just like kind of had something off in the background. I just. Uh, looked up like Star Wars eight theories, be- like videos that were made before Episode eight came out, just to see what they were oh, saying. Oh yeah, and they're so like All out there, terrible. Yeah, I mean we could go go back to Star Wars seven. Yeah, you could go back if you're listening to all 156 mm-hmm. of our episodes, uh, you'll probably hear plenty of Star Wars eight comments and theories from both mm-hmm. me and Josh that are totally not what happened <laughs> in that movie because we just didn't have any idea. For the record, though, I wasn't as wrong as I thought about oh. Kylo Ren, honestly, but everyone. I never went anything too deep on my Snoke theories. My 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 team up theory happened for a second. I thought it was happening, and it it was was the best scene in the movie. And then it and then it didn't. And I was like, I mean, I'm sad because I want to see them together, like not together together, but like you know, just teaming up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But like at the same time, I was like, but that's also a really cool story point. So I'm not upset with it, like other people maybe. And I'm also kind of like, this is the most ironic and sadistic part of me is like, I can't wait to see the discourse after this movie. Because there's a certain (laughs) segment of Star Wars, people who watch Star Wars movies that don't actually like the movies, that just talk about them. And I love to see those people get mad. And it's mm-hmm. like, haha, Ryan Johnson burned down everything you knew and loved. But really, <laughs> but really, if you were a true you Star, it, but if you were a real Star Wars fan, you would know that he actually adhered some, you know, to a truer sense of George Lucas's original film. But that's just me, yeah. you know. So. The, the, the the true Star Wars fan, Josh Raley. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think about but Star Wars in deep ways. Would, wouldn't it be better if? All those haters go see Star Wars 9. You know, they're grumpy and they're like, all right, ready to hate it. And then they're like, it's great. JJ, JJ made it work. No, because I just want them out of the fan base. Yes. 
uh, quote-unquote fan base. So you would rather lose the Star Wars fans yeah, than have J.J. win on back, but also like please everybody? <laughs> yes, because those people will die soon, and children will rise up loving these movies and become Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. And I then think Josh the just put a hit out on and the people Star Wars that fans. matter are gonna like like the people that matter liked the Last Jedi. Yeah, that are fans of Star mm-hmm. Wars. Okay. Yep. You guys Forks. are saying some strong like, okay, words. Okay. No, I'm just so saying we've had so much negativity thrown at us for liking the Last Jedi. We can throw it back. <laughs> like people, yeah. like you've been Listen, called not a true fan for liking this movie. You like, have been. Yes, I'm so sorry. I've never, I haven't been called that. But I've argued with like some people on Twitter, which is what I do. Fight me, but um, you know, and <laughs> it's just like, Josh, just Joshua Ryan. And it's just like it's like when you watch there, you look at them, and you're like, come on, man. J.J. Abrams is not gonna like save Star Wars. Kathleen Kennedy, Grace Rudolph, get off the internet. Hey, I thought we we're not mentioning her anymore. Go oh, on. sorry. Other, okay. other than but yeah, the get man off who the may or may not be she who Batman. may not be named in Star Wars, I forgot about that rule. I'm yeah, sorry. come on, we don't. I mean, like, hey, no you reason. can you can dislike the Last Jedi, but don't like, but and but not attack Endgame. Star Wars Nine. Yeah. Yes, it's bringing it all together. Uh-huh. It is. It's the club I hit the discourse on Twitter with, and I'm excited. I'm excited We're to getting, watch a movie. We, I mean, just like all the questions that Episode Seven introduced, yeah, mm-hmm. that some were answered, some weren't in Episode Eight, and now. Episode nine is going to like bring it all full circle. Yeah. We're going to get a real full character drama though, too, with mm-hmm. Ben Solo. Do yeah, you think there's think so. any way, I don't, I don't necessarily buy into this, but there are people who believe that even though JJ says publicly that he loved episode eight, he loved the direction he wished he could direct it himself, that like he had other plans in mind for Ray's lineage or for the Knights of Ren or for anything for Snoke and that he will in any way try to retcon certain elements I, of eight to, don't think they will. Nine. So he'll no. be like, well, Ray's parents aren't nobodies. They, maybe they were alcoholics, but they're actually royalty. And uh, she comes from this long I don't. I think it lineage. detracts from her lineage. I loved that. I, th- she I, th- was just, I think so, too. But Yeah, I thought I loved the plot point about her just Ryan. being anyone. Right. It, it, it gives up. that inspiration of it's anybody It's honestly kind of like the whole Batman thing where they're just like, you know. It's yes. come back to <laughs> precisely yeah. that's the entire th- like ryan johnson literally wrote a movie from start to finish in san francisco with the lucas um film story group that hits all of these themes yeah. that build up everything jj abrams put on the turf in episode nine area in episode seven you know with his like Lingering questions type of an attitude mm-hmm. and ryan johnson answers all of those soundly and anyone being like, JJ's going to change it all, or just wishful thinking. Yeah, I mean, I, I tend to agree, but you know, it, it but, is a question many people have, and I was one of the, I feel like, only JJ supporters when he initially returned for nine. I supported JJ. Mm. I just said, it's fine. He was like, it's like uninspiring, basically. Like, I listened to that yelling match. It, 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 got, a yelling he- it got a little heated. It, it, that was probably the most heated <laughs> we've gotten on the podcast. Uh, it, yeah, you, the, the tension was but, palpable. Hey, episode was just, nine in JJ's hands. Yeah. It's in good hands. Yeah. Cooper's ex- yeah, it's it in is. great hands. It it's is. probably the best hands it could be in. Yes. I mean, Ryan Johnson, I wouldn't mind seeing coming back, too. But, I mean, J.J. <laughs> Abrams rounding out the trilogy. Like, you know he's going he's gonna to have, he'll have fan service in there, you know, yeah. too. Uh, he'll he'll please those people. Um, he'll he knows how to tell like a really entertaining, well written story. Yeah. So 
I know people don't like Star Trek Into Darkness, like the second one of his reboot, yeah. but I still think that movie's pretty good. Yeah. And like, yeah, like maybe yeah, they lied about Benedict Cumberbatch being Khan, but who cares? Like that's not yeah. the like yeah. it doesn't matter. I mean, as long as Constable Zivu um gets his, you Gosh. know, time on screen, that, I think we'll all be happy. That's all that matters. Happy. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, just like <laughs> like mystery surrounding movies always intrigues me more than not. Oh, there's and a great... uh that's why you always mention JJ Abrams' mystery box. Yeah. Like, right. So that's just right there. It's cliche to say it at this point, but like this is a, this is a, a movie where he'll be able to like tie off those right. threads. It'll be the first time that JJ gets to be a closer, not an opener. Yeah, like, that's which a great point. Is I think very exciting. Other people are like, well, he hasn't proved it. He hasn't been given the opportunity. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. okay. it's not like Super Eight was the end of a franchise. <laughs> like JJ's the guy that comes in and reboots things. Like that's what he does. So. Uh, the fact that he's coming back, especially after the criticisms of Seven, of like, oh, it's just a new hope, but with, you know, 20, you know, 15 paint on it, it's like, I don't, I mean, yes, there are similarities, but there are plenty of differences as well. I don't think he's coming back to just do Return I, of the Jedi 2.0. I guess his best um, example would maybe be Mission Impossible 3. Yeah. Because I think for a while that could have been the last one until mm-hmm. they came out with Ghost Protocol in 2011. Yeah. So I, there's five years between those two. So um, I think. Yeah, 2006, yeah. yeah. So, like, I mean, just if you go off of that movie, that was a great Mission Impossible yeah, movie. It so, was. It is one of Josh Trader's favorites, I believe. It is. Mm. It is. I think well, it, before is it, I started is it your watching, favorite? it's not my favorite okay. now. Because, I mean, I can't Fallout. put it over Come on. Fallout. Come on. But I, now out on uh, Blu-ray and digital mm, DVD. Mm-hmm. Make sure you turn off motion smoothing, everyone. <laughs> Tom Cruise and Christopher McCarroll get very angry. There was something so funny where uh, someone took the photo of um, – him and Tom Cruise and the kid from Jerry Maguire yeah, and then smash it up. He's like, do you feel old now? And it was so Just funny. Like it, it proves Tom, Tom Cruise is not age. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, those are our most anticipated movies of 2019. A lot of Star Wars talk, a lot of Marvel talk, but also made sure to throw in some movies that maybe aren't as high profile Can out I there. get mad really quick? Uh, maybe. If you really want to. Pale Blue Dot didn't get in here. And I've never heard of it. A little bit Tell sad. us about it. It is a Natalie Portman um, drama, sci-fi-y kind of. Oh, yeah. It's, she's like an astronaut. Who returns to Earth and basically slowly loses her mind. Um, it's directed by uh, the Legion guy, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Holly. Yeah, Noah, Noah, Holly? Ho- Noah Holly. Yes. Um, and it's also got a stellar cast with it who I can't remember all of them right sure now. Sure, Dan Stevens is probably in there because he's a Noah yes. Holly guy. Yeah. Blue Dots. I have I have heard about the movie now that you've yes. now you connected Natalie Portman to it. Sorry, Dan Stevens, but also just let's take a second here. Zazzy Beats and John Hamm. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I'm there for that. Yeah. I'd never right. heard of it. Again, I, I, that's probably one for me that would have fallen under the I just need no more. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. Noah Holly, I think he. I, that first season of Legion, I think, is pretty good, but like, I just haven't been able to stay up with Legion because a) there's just so much content out there, but also b) totally. I don't think Legion's a good week to week show. It's something that like you need to straight, you need to binge to really <laughs> figure out what's going on there. So totally uh, agree. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but okay, uh, that is that chest. is. We'll throw it in as our sixth honorable mention here. So thank you. Uh, I'll run down our top fifteen. Real quick here as we end the episode. Number 15, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Number 14, Captain Marvel. 
Number 13, Zombieland 2. Number 12, You Are My Friend, the Tom Hanks, Mr. Rogers biopic. Number 11, Glass. Number 10, John Wick 3. Number 9, Toy Story 4. Number 8, It Chapter 2. Number 7, The Lion King. Number 6, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Number 5, Knives Out. Number 4, Spider-Man Far From Home. Number 3, Us. Number 2, Avengers Endgame. And number 1, Star Wars Episode 9. Big year for Disney, obviously. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah. Feels uh, like it always is. It always is. <laughs> Their lineup this coming year is uh, crazy. So, uh, this, uh, this should be a good year for not only Disney, but overall, there's other movies other than Disney's coming out next year. And uh, these are only 15. We already gave our honorable mentions of five, and Josh threw a pale blue dot is mm-hmm. another one. And there, there's honestly so many other exciting movies like jumanji 2 or the new terminator or sonic the hedgehog or like any they're, they're just like probably we could have done like a top 30 mm-hmm. and probably still been like oh how did this not get in there yeah. so um this is our top 15 send us your lists and uh let us know so that is all we have for this episode though um so if you liked it please subscribe share retweet more we'll be back next week with a future episode as well don't know what it is because i don't know and uh but in the meantime, be sure to tell us your thoughts on our ranking on our list um, by tweeting us at Friends and Film. You can follow me personally on Twitter at MovieCooper and Coops underscore Hoops. And you can get at me, Josh, and just Joshua Ryan. Colton, you're on you can Twitter. argue or agree with me at Believe in Blue 88. And thanks again for tuning in to the Friends Film Podcast. Josh. Happy New Year, everybody. Colton. A bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, be sure to turn next week for our future episodes. <laughs>